0: Hello? Can I ask you a question?
1: Why are you gay? Her.
2: LGBT. I oh, no, that's right. Her. wrong ass the phone head. Lizard. No, another one? What is this, bitch? We're in a different era. It's going to go out. Where you are right now, black people be. Her. You're a Who y'all talking about? Yeah. it's fun again <laughs> Let's go, hey everyone I'm be the half and welcome to this month's episode of the halftime show with it's an audio game interview where I mildly flirt with all of my guests if your memory hasn't <laughs> absolutely been corrupted by living the same day for two years you'll remember my next guest from my interview on their podcast formerly known as no dumb answers with Mark and Brad. Uh, they're now a part of Rooster Teeth squad team forest and with a new show projected to launch later this year it's Kayla Milton.
0: Hello. How
2: are you doing? Kayla. Oh, I love you. Honestly, I I'm, be- I'm so geeked. every time you like message page you're like this is like my favorite podcast. Like I love you guys. Like the first time it- you sent us a message, I literally was like running and screaming at Adrian. I was like, "Oh my god, this random person from like Rooster Teeth like really likes our podcast."
0: it's because listen it's because i i had i found you guys because i was just on spotify Mm -hmm. and i was like damn all these podcasts really do have men huh so i just like (laughs) typed in lesbian and i was like okay no i don't want this no i don't want this okay this looks interesting and again, so from the second the theme song started, I was like, oh, this is going to be a problem. Oh, I'm so <laughs> I was, glad. Yeah, I'm i was happy like, to be a problem. <laughs> I was in line, uh, I was like in a drive thru, like waiting for a burger, like in mm-hmm. the pandemic. And I was just mm-hmm. like, oh, well, here we are now.
2: <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say the Pride Burger from Burger King, where it has like, oh. two tops and two bottoms. Did you see that yet? I did see that. I saw, that was like the last image I saw before I fell asleep last night, which is probably oh. why I had nightmares. <laughs> it's so rotted <laughs> it was in the corner of the room when you had psychosis <laughs> in the middle of the night yeah.
0: this, is what my, this is what my night terror demon looks like
2: honestly the two tops one is the two bottom one looks normal but the two tops one you know a a, and i think that's a natural and you know it's not as god intended but that, it is yeah. the better and superior of the two i don't know that's your I'm internalized homophobia no, I love Top for Top. I love Top for Top. I'm it's sorry, crazy. bottom for Bottom. I'm like, so how do you, are you roommates? Uh <laughs> you
0: see there's this movie, it's like this old I wanna say Korean or Japanese movie. Mm-hmm. And uh it's the through line of it, it's these two best friends who are like in love with each other but they don't mm-hmm. know. And then they finally like get drunk at a party and like they go to have sex and then they like both just like flip over on their stomachs and they look oh. at each other and they go, bottom <laughs> After, that's like what building I, it up the whole movie
2: that's what i assume bottom for bottom is like like i literally am <laughs> like so like at least top for top like you wrestle i don't yeah, know it's very but, it's very yeah ruggy, no it's hot homoerotic. yeah yeah exactly. it's like it's like two beyblades going at it right and then you're just like Fighting continually for crashing into each other and then yeah. someone finally succeeds yeah it's
0: athletic know. it's what the greeks wanted it's what the
2: romans wanted it's very Greek. It's very uh ancient civilization. Very like, <laughs> let's get back to our roots. I don't know. Yeah. All the Greeks were all the ancient Greeks were top for top. You can see it in the statues. Oh, yeah. There were no bottoms. It was illegal to be a bottom. Like
0: you you would be put to death. But they were like, You can be gay, <laughs> but you can't be a bottom. <laughs> and they're like, okay, well, what are we supposed to do? And it's like you figure it out.
2: Oh my god, That's why, like... exiled from <laughs> Athens. We're like,
0: shame. Shame. <laughs> At least once oh, a week, gosh. my girlfriend brings up the fact that part of the slander campaign against Caesar was that he was a bottom <laughs> oh my god so just like yeah so he just took that's why they of, stabbed like, him male wives
2: <laughs> no they him they for stabbed a bunch him. of other reasons but oh uh, you know bottom being bottom was like was one of them yeah being a bottom was like the <laughs> fifth on the list they were like exactly yeah like you're trying to be a dictator you know you ate all the freaking grapes you don't wear clothes around <laughs> here and you're bottom like we're just tired of it exactly like, now i gotta get to stabbing probably a euphemism for something else but yeah. I remember in pre-show you were talking about you listened to our podcast with your girlfriend or maybe an ex-girlfriend. I'm not sure. Uh, you,
0: well, so I listened, I used to listen to it with one of my exes who mm-hmm. uh, we're no longer on speaking terms. I uh, we oh boy we did it for like six years,
2: <gasps> and oh my god! I'm sorry. I just <laughs> you were together you for six years. Yeah, is, is that, that bad? No, that's. I mean, that's great. Like, <laughs> is that bad? Like a no no no! that's great that's great i'm two of six- two of those years are really good okay that's usually how it goes it's like two years two- it's like super yeah. good
0: and then the rest you're like well the funny thing about that is two two years they weren't consecutive they're were, oh. they were spread apart happens yeah sometimes you gotta spin um, the block yeah it, yeah it's uh it was a. Uh, it was very tumultuous it was like one of mm-hmm. those things where it's like you know that meme that's like oh, you're in a poly relationship, which one of you is dating and which one of you is crying yourself to sleep? I was crying myself to sleep. Ooh. Um, <laughs> so it's like, it like that, ki-
2: <laughs> so it like that kind sorry, of that thing. I'm sorry, that meme is so real. <laughs> All my poly friends, I'm like, so, are you, are you, like, happy? And so which like- one of you, which one of you is happy and
0: who's gaslighting
2: constantly? Um, oh, wow. It was-,
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was, Um. yeah, no, it was fine. Uh, but, yeah, we... Uh, we used to uh, listen to the podcast, so we wouldn't have to like talk to each other. But it was a good that time. So... I had a good time. Okay. I had a good time.
2: At least you had a good time. You tried to cancel me. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. But so, you're on yeah. my show again, so I guess like if they still listen, like maybe this is like I don't know revenge. Yeah. I don't know. I'm happy so to productive. Part of your... <laughs> happy to be a part of your revenge plot. <laughs> it's like a it's a slow build. Yeah, I guess slow build. Yeah. Um, they were like, oh, God, they, like,
0: dated me and this other person at the same time. Mm-hmm. And some shit went down. And, like, me and that person, we met at one time, never talked to each other. And then <laughs> they tried to get us both canceled uh, for whatever reason. I don't know what happened. It was the most <laughs> insane thing that's ever happened to me. I, like, one of my friends who, uh, oh, fun fact, this friend had ghosted me. Because okay. she hated that partner so much that she just couldn't. My like our friendship me. wasn't worth being around that person because they were I'm just like so that. terrible. I'm like that. But we really we reconnected <laughs> on Tinder. Yeah, no, we reconnected on Tinder later. It was fine. uh And she just sent me this link and she was like, "Yo, uh, your ex is like talking crazy in these streets." So um, I saw it and I was like, "Ooh, wow! Look at all these lies!" And I I found the well, other look person. Look at all that these lies. Da- yeah, because it was okay. So it was like a. It was like a you know how gay people like love calling each other out in the community sometimes Yeah,
2: it's it's banter.
0: Yeah, it's banter. Uh they were doing like a call out post like calling some fucking local poet like a predator and being like uh-huh. they use their position of power to like, you know, get poets roles to do what I, Yeah. it's the whole, I listen. I am I'm, I'm <laughs> I was gay. Like, poets are kind of on listen. the low ring for me, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Look, I'm gay. I'm not in the gay community. I have no idea who they were talking about. <laughs> um but when they were listing all of these, like, allegations, it, like, the whole thing was about this one person who they were calling out. But mm-hmm. then at the beginning, they mentioned, like, me and the other person, and they were like, I was in an abusive relationship with these two people. And I was oh, like, wow. yeah, you were abusing both of us. What are you talking I'm about? What? <laughs> <laughs> so- so we well, no, so, was just yeah not, I, <laughs> so i messaged the other person i was like hey i just want um, i don't i know you don't know me we met one time uh but i just wanted you to know that this is out here and it has your whole work detail wow like, wh- who your first middle last government name where She's you work in card no literally and it's just like <laughs> so i just want you to know it's there so then me and them we were talking for like an hour like comparing our timelines and notes mm-hmm. and it was like oh we were both getting played it was crazy yeah
2: we're it's kind of like through... Scott Pilgrim but like
0: reversed. It you know, it exactly is that. It was it was the most insane like 2 weeks of my life. I will never recover. <laughs> like there's going to be a point where it's going to be a really good 30
2: minute stand up set, but the yeah. emotional trauma. I can't wait. <laughs> I that's how I get through all of my relationships. Yeah. Like I have a restraining order against like my ex-boyfriend. Uh, uh and same. no, it's great. I I love it. Like I want to extend it honestly. But um <laughs> I can't wait until I'm, like, over that hump and I can start talking Mm -hmm. about it and, like, make a fire stand-up comedy special on Netflix about it. That's, Mm -hmm. like, part of my revenge plot, like, long-term. I'm like, okay, all of you all are playing me, but guess Mm -hmm. what? When I get my Netflix stand-up comedian show on late-night television with Jimmy Kimmel, uh, then you'll all, like, I'll have the last laugh. Like, that's how I get (laughs) there. Then you'll see. Yeah. Then you'll see.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Man, I wish I could file a restraining order, but they keep uh, changing their name, so... To escape uh, accountability, so who knows? Um... <laughs> <laughs> <I'm
2: sorry. laughs> that uh, is really funny. Honestly, <laughs> I would listen to a stand-up special. We need more uh, gay stand-up comedians. Yeah. I think more lesbians yeah. specifically. Or more...
0: listen, listen, no more, no more gay pride,
2: gay shaming. Let's go. That's for... what I said. I'm doing it in the Patreon episode, I was like, you know what? We need another word. Maybe shame. I'm ashamed to be a part of some of you.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's it's like the it's like the it, there used to be a queer thing for like the skin folk ain't kin folk it's like yeah. what's that for it's like it's like you 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 yes y'all over there I don't know what this is I don't know what why you guys are doing 2013 Tumblr discourse on Twitter right now but like I don't be a part of it. ain't beer folk all <laughs> queer go. folk ain't beer folk can't, can't drink beer can't, with everybody Bam. can't drink with everybody can't drink speaking <laughs> every every time I go to drink my water I'm like it looks like I'm just dunking a Heineken at 9 in the morning.
2: I thought it was a Heineken. I was like, <laughs> are you Jamaican? Because that
0: is what my cousins do. You know, in Austin, if you're or if you drinking beer at
2: 9 a.m., you're just living in Austin. It's a city of alcoholics. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, okay. Cute. Just like Baltimore yeah. and New York and Philadelphia and yeah, yeah, yeah. Washington, D.C. Yeah. <laughs> I think Austin's- Washington, D.C. takes the top on that, on the entire region. Okay, okay. Our brunches are, like, nuts. That tracks. That's actually where
0: the ex went after they uh, moved out from my apartment I was paying for. Oh, that tracks.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, at the apartment you were paying for. It. That's very real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what? It's okay. We all have like a toxic ex. Sometimes, you know, yeah. it's bad vibes. Yeah. Look. You know. Hey. Fool me once. Shame on you.
0: Fool me for an additional five years. I should have. I should have broken up with you sooner.
2: So what do you do? <laughs> <get? laughs> You know what? Like, I'm so glad that our podcast could be a part of, forever like be a part of that, of your healing process, of your terminalist process. We were just there for it all. Well, maybe not the entire six years. I think we're only like three years old, but we were there for a significant part of it. And I'm, yeah. I'm glad that we can continue to be in your life. Honestly, that means so much to me.
0: Yeah. See, yeah, it's a timeline. I can, I can be like, oh yeah, I remember this episode and then I remember this fight and they all just kind of like go together. It's very good.
2: It's kind of like oh. I'm psychic, and then I'm like, you know what, what is Kayla going through this week? Let me talk about that. <laughs> and I, now truly, we're here. And now we're and now, here. Now we're here. Oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> We just kind of like improv the entire thing, which I love, because I also mm. love Mark and Brad, your show, or for yeah. my goodness, Mark and Brad. Oh, and it kind of has it. like that same improv feel to it. Like, mm-hmm. do you have improv training? No? No. No, I don't. I just, I assumed because you lived in Austin and (laughs) the show. I feel, I associate Austin, Portland, and Seattle with improv. Not sure why. You know, uh,
0: you're absolutely accurate and right to do that. Uh, It's funny you say that my roommate that moved out like a couple months ago, she was, she's like been doing improv like for six years. So uh, oh. <laughs> I used to live with an improver. Maybe that energy is still in this room. This used to be her bedroom, so like, maybe okay. that's what you're picking up. But you didn't sage it afterwards. No, I, I didn't. I did, I did paint it because the walls used to be like, like, like a, like a kids crayon hot pink. Okay. Uh, and that was not the vibe for me. You didn't personally. want that vibe. right? No, for her it was perfect. When this was her room, so cute. When it was empty and it was just pink walls, I was like, this Demented. is what the asylum is.
2: Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> I yeah. need a straight jacket and padded walls now
0: yeah now it's like this like seafoam green color like this it's oh cute. Nice. Yeah, it's cute yeah yeah. Uh, I think that's a... how my
2: sister felt when I moved out she like took over my room and was like this hot pink has to go like it was cute you, for you but...
0: you had a hot pink room.
2: I did my dad, um, my dad is notoriously cheap well as uh, everyone he says frugal he's cheap but um, we w- moved into this house and we all wanted our rooms painted we all had like our own personal colors in mind uh, and then he went to Home Depot to the $5 paint bucket section. He found a pink, a purple, and a blue for me, my sister, and my brother. So now those our favorite colors, my room was pink, my sister's is purple, and my brother's is blue. Are they uh, ugly versions of those colors? Yes. Yes.
0: Always. Yeah. When I was choosing this paint, uh, I had two things in mind. The first thing was when I did the primer, the pink was so violent that the <laughs> one coat guaranteed primer wasn't enough. Oh, so, wow. then I, so then I had to get like that like two in one primer paint. And mm-hmm. when I tell you like there are corners that I can still see the pink like shining through and it haunts me. It, mm-hmm. it it's it was one of the like I've painted rooms before this was the hardest one I've ever had to do. <laughs> but you know, are you like, like a dude yourself? A, kind dike. Dike. Yeah, okay. I'm a DIY dike. Yeah. Okay. Me too. I, I love being a DIY
2: dyke. It's so good. It's so it sexy. Is. I used to do tasks.
0: I used to do Task TaskRabbit, not for the money, just to do stuff.
2: <laughs> that sounds like I mean, something
0: also for, I would literally do. I mean, also for the money, but also I'm just like, yeah, I mean, I'll come and help you. What are you, a contractor? Ooh, we're putting up drywall today? New skill.
2: <laughs> that sounds like a great way to find new skills. And you get like moderate pay for it. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't do it now because gas is mad expensive. But when gas gets cheap, I might just do it for fun. Literally, if gas gets down to three dollars
0: something, I'm gonna do it again because I'm like, why would I pay thousands of dollars for an apprenticeship when people can pay
2: me tens of dollars to learn on the spot? Tens of dollars, absolutely. Tens I agree. I'm great at like building makeshift stuff, but like I would love to know how to put up drywall <laughs> and stuff like that. And my dad is not exactly. like a handyman. I am the handyman. My mom and I are the handyman. Oh yeah, uh, me too. So like, I like know <laughs> Ever- how to like staple gun stuff together. Right now, I'm gonna build on
0: that. I always say everybody's homophobic till it's time to get some housework done. Then all of a
2: sudden it's like my oh, daughter. Where oh you got the drill, my... you got the tools. I have I'm the only one in the house with a drill, a circular saw, all yeah. that. Like I yep. had to buy those yep. personally.
0: Oh, and he's like, Can I, I use home? a drill?
2: <laughs> what hap- what? what hap- Where's what? your drill? What?
0: Father? Where's your drill? <laughs> like literally, every time I go home, it's like, oh, thank God you're here. Okay, so here's some shelves that have been sitting in the corner for eight months. If you could just yeah. Put, put that those together. up for me. That would be cool. Uh, uh, these light bulbs on the side of the house went out. The ladder rechanged yep. those. I'm
2: like, what? what I have to put up. Yeah, my mom was like, yeah, when you're done with that show later, I have some stuff in the back that I need you to put up. <laughs> like, what? You know, life of a dyke. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no one, yeah. Homophobic till it's time to do work, but okay. Go off. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, speaking of that, like, you know, well, not really, but kind of. <laughs> I don't know. It feels kind of the same premise of the show where it was like, you know, these spaces are overwhelmingly like male, like, you know, fixing its stuff is like a male activity, like Home Depot is where the guys go. And same thing is for podcasting. But when I came on your show, like the premise I felt and like, correct me if I'm wrong, but like, I (laughs) felt like the premise of the show was to really highlight, you know, this overwhelmingly white and maleness in podcasting industry and the podcast (laughs) world. Uh, But it was so funny when it's behind the scenes because I could not get over like everyone I pretty much talked to behind the scene was like, white and male. Yeah, and I was like, did this like affect the direction of the show? Like, <laughs> having white male producers and you're like, I'm making a statement about the white and maleness in podcasting and they're behind the scenes like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, whatever. <laughs> like, were you able to put in a lot of your input still and like, oh, you know, yeah, behind the scenes? So uh, behind the scenes, peeling back the curtain, uh, <laughs> the company I
0: work for is notoriously white. Like I think when I when I started working there, I was like one of like maybe five black people. Okay, uh, contract the diversity hire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fun fact: one of the people that used to be there uh, is, is Levar Burton's daughter. She, oh she my gosh there. yeah she i never talked to her though uh we were like two ships passing in the, in the night because oh, I, was I would have been in intentionally was, went out of my way to talk to her and she was leaving <laughs> uh, I, I would never uh but we've gotten it's it's like it's gotten a lot better over the years mm-hmm. uh uh diversity wise uh, especially like behind the scenes. But um, our broadcast team is just like the same broadcast team like we've had for the most part. Like okay. uh, we do, we do one black producer on the team. Uh, his name's Christian. He's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, no, literally when I pitched it, uh, the head of like live actions dude Eric. He's fucking love that guy. Legend. Uh, I was like, Hey, I have this podcast pitch and I just like wrote out a paragraph. I was like, so it's a fake podcast. That's very much just like supposed to be like a Joe Rogan type podcast. But the two male hosts like never show up and it's like a long running show and this is the first time they missed the show. So we recorded like a demo to have. Mm-hmm. and he was like, All right, let's do it. And they just gave me like a season to do. I wasn't Great. even I wasn't talent, I was working in sales. I just like <laughs> pitched it and they said yes, and then we sold it and DoorDash and DoorDash uh sponsored the first season, so hell yeah. Oh nice. And- <laughs> <Great>. <laughs> uh <laughs> And, um, it was, yeah, it wasn't, it was like no anything. I was like, I was like, I ha- I was like, I only want like women, femmes and thems, like no man, like no men on the show, uh, right. except for like the dudes who do the pre-records as Mark mm-hmm. and Brad, like that was the only time men would be on. And then like, right. I had them on in the finale, obviously, cause it was like the end. Right. Um, but that was, uh, that was it. I was just like, I don't want any men on this podcast. Like that was it. Right. And then I worked with this one, my producer, his name's Tyler, he is great. He's just a huge, nice nerd. Uh, he loves to 3D print things and he would mm-hmm. help me research all the topics. So, like, when we did the uh, Uninformed, he was mm-hmm. the one who would, like, I would be like, I want to talk about this. And I would give him an overview and then he would give me, like, a full written out thing okay. of it. And then I would, like, kind of improv it as I was, like,
2: explaining it okay. to you guys.
0: Okay. Got so, it. Got yeah. It.
2: So it's like yeah, you no. you had your, like your basic concept and then kind of like you made them do the heavy lifting. I can't get yeah. mad at that.
0: Yeah. It was like one meeting. It was like one thirty minute meeting and then I would show up for the record and I would mm-hmm. have like my thing and then I would just do the, what I was doing. You were, was, then you
2: became the talent. You moved from sales yeah. to the talent.
0: It was crazy. I t- never thought I'd be there. Uh, <laughs> I,
2: I didn't sign up for that. <laughs> if I, well, I was so just too funny, I guess. Too funny, too great, mm. and then they're like, you know what? Gotta have you. Yeah, Triple because when threat. I... Triple threat. Yeah, I went sales, <laughs> uh, improv, and painting.
0: Oh, I was Can't beat that black, queer, female, but... Oh, okay. <laughs> black, <laughs> But like what you said,
2: too, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, that too. Task <laughs> rabbit uh, extraordinaire. Yeah, oh, I... Gosh. um, Because I always just associate it... Because I... Well, I ran to Adriana first because then I was like, what the hell is Rooster Teeth? And I looked it up <laughs> yeah. and I was like, oh, this is like a thing. Um, yeah. And then I went and told my friend Adam, who I kind of talk about on the show sometimes. Um, and he was like, Rooster Teeth? That's so great. Adam is a black guy, by the way. But yeah. he was like, Rooster Teeth? Like, <laughs> And I was like, okay, so like Rooster Teeth is like a big deal. And then I was like, yeah. I thought Rooster Teeth only had white guys. And then he was like, I guess maybe like they're changing for diversity. Yeah. And I was like, okay okay
0: yeah they've definitely they've made leaps and bounds like even like since i started working there like when i started working there it was just uh mika and she left so then it was no no black women on screen no black men on screen and since then they've been making like concerted efforts to like diversify both on screen and behind the screen and like we get a lot of flack because it's like, um, it's like not happening fast enough for some people, mm-hmm. but also what you have to realize is like, well, A well, we basis. Yeah. Well, it's like a, we keep getting uh, caught up in violent corporate uh, takeovers. and I was just about to pe- ask about that. Yeah. <laughs> mergings of companies. And they're like, all right, hiring freeze. And it's like, I worked here five years. And for three of them, we've been on a hiring freeze. <laughs> but, uh, but, but yeah, no recession. Yeah. But like, uh, they're doing a lot especially with our third party brands mm-hmm. like we have like we have like our in house stuff which is Rooster Teeth but then we have this thing called The Roost where we work with like podcasts that are already established okay. and we'll like help them like get ads and like monetize and like right. uh, introduce them to DR and get them with like uh, brand deals and DR and stuff and that's really cool okay. and they definitely yeah. try to do like for every like you know two white guys with a mic that they do they're like and we also have women
2: and poc <laughs> so, it's <laughs> well, definitely too, like effort yeah steps in the right yeah. direction yeah <laughs> i mean i think that's fair honestly because if your consumer base is largely white men like yeah just adding like black people is not gonna make yeah black people come like <laughs> exactly yeah
0: especially not especially like you can't you also it's also like a uh what's the, like chemistry thing
2: Mm-hmm. Like
0: we can't just like you you can't just have someone just come in right and then be like and th- they're here now it has to be it's like a long like so we have them then we have them again and then we right. have them for a week and then we right. have them at an event and then we see how the audience is reacting reacting to and then yeah. we ask them if they want to join us right. and then we slowly integrate them into the content and that then makes we announce it yeah that makes a lot of yeah yeah
2: so because I, I yeah I I do notice like. Everybody who is on staff, regardless of, you know, who they are, they seem like they have good chemistry and they have good chemistry with the brand, which I, I yeah. think brand chemistry is really important. Yeah. I see a lot of other places, they'll kind of just like <laughs> plop a black person. I'm like, this is so awkward. Like, yeah, no, it, <laughs> it's like, so awkward. they just plop a queer person. They're <laughs> like, okay, and now it's pride month. So uh, welcome sock. And it's like, uh, <laughs> sock doesn't well, really fit here.
0: That's the thing. It's, uh, this is like a weird workplace for me because it's like. like my like there's people i work with that are like my best friends like i'm like i know we just spent eight hours working together do you want to get drinks and then also hang out on the weekend and like that's crazy a crazy concept Mm -hmm. and i think that's like is the chemistry that the company has like as a whole Mm -hmm. which is very nice uh it's not that like where you're here your family it's like no we've all kind of been through the trenches of all these like Mergers, mergers and stuff and also we all have like the same like interests usually yeah and uh and everyone is mostly like on the same page politically so it's not mm-hmm. like even that's like not usually right. a big deal like and, it's meshing yeah and like our we have like a ceo who like i didn't want to trust him at first because you know it was like oh it's like white dude who's, like, run a bunch of companies. Like, is he just gonna here to, for, to sell us for parts? But, like, no, he's, like, super cool. He's super mm-hmm. open. He's, like, honest. He tells us when, like, things are good. He tells us when things are bad. He's not, like, mm-hmm. bullshitting us. And I'm like, as long as this company exists, like, I can see myself still being here. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, is Discovery is discovery gonna let us exist? We don't know.
2: We'll see. We're up in the air. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, yeah. like, what is it like having some huge... Because I just... I don't know if I've subconsciously just refused to work for huge corporations, but, like, even in my daily life, like, just stuff that I do, like, for actual money, I've never worked for a corporation. So, like, what is it like having this huge conglomerate entity preside over your work, especially, like, you know, as you guys are going through all these mergers and, like, maybe they don't really get the direction or they're trying to change the direction or, like, you know, do they make you jump through more hoops? Like, I'm not necessarily talking to Discovery in general. Just, like, working for a large corporation and then, you know, having other people approve. Because, like, (laughs) right now, for me, I'm like, oh, I want to make this show. And then I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to make it. (laughs) And then that's it. (laughs) I don't have to, like, tell it. Like, I mean, I tell Adriana, but, like, I'm like, yeah, you kind of don't have a say. Like, I'm going to make the thing. (laughs) So (laughs) So, how is it like having to do all that?
0: uh, I'll do macro, then micro. On the macro level with, like, Again, uh, our old business father used to be AT and T. May he burn in hell. Uh, And our new business father is Discovery. We'll see how he does. Uh, (laughs) But under AT and T, it was like uh, because we're such a small, like we are a like in the grand scheme of these companies, our company Mm -hmm. is a rounding error, you know, in terms of money. So as long as we're not hemorrhaging money we we can usually do whatever we want to do like mm-hmm. so like in a meeting someone said like our entire cost of operations for our entire company is what like hbo spends on a pilot episode oh, okay, okay <laughs> so it's cool. like it's like they could get rid of us would it be malicious maybe
2: maybe uh but <laughs> it wouldn't save you any money so here we yeah are. it's like
0: this doesn't even save you any money why are you guys doing this uh right and then on the on the micro scheme of just like working at rt basically like if if you were at the point where like if you have an idea and it doesn't cost too much you can just do it mm-hmm. like when i did my podcast the only cost was like i need a producer who is already which is like you know he's salaried so that's not extra right he's, he's already the <laughs> he's salaried that's not extra money and then they just had to buy like mics and then we had to commission thumbnail art so like oh, okay. it didn't co- I it, love it cost it cost thank you Yeah, oh, thank you yeah as a local artist uh Aunt andrew oh god andrew something i can't remember his last name but he's like he does most of the thumbnails for a podcast mm-hmm. and it, it's it's very cute uh but yeah so like if it doesn't cost anything you can do it mm-hmm. uh especially if it's like on social or mm-hmm. if you can like, uh, sh- if you can run and gun like shoot it on the phone. Again, mm-hmm. we have an editor, so like that's the only like cost. of have they'll just let you do it. Like, uh, right? I'm doing a TikTok series called uh, "Is It Problematic," where I, <laughs> I, I just run up to my white coworkers and I show them a word on the card and I ask them if it's problematic and I make them feel very <laughs> uncomfortable.
2: That's my favorite type of humor is making white people <laughs> very uncomfortable. Yeah.
0: Sometimes i just I'll instigate just for fun. Yeah. I, I hate it. I recorded it like the first few episodes like in november maybe Mm -hmm. and we just started dropping them and it's annoying because everybody's like oh who do you think you are z-way and i'm like okay first of all i haven't seen the show second of all because you fuckers now i can't even watch the show because i'm like if i know it then i'll then it's like
2: i don't think it's similar to you know what
0: i mean like it's it's just like i'm sorry i don't think one person has a a monopoly on like on man jokes on that we've been doing question. I'm sorry
2: like yeah. black people have kind of been doing that forever making white people yeah. feel comfortable Exactly I'm like it's like it's like, that's like oh, if geez. you were calling
0: her like Eric Andre it's like more people can do the same thing or similar things like Yeah you make tweaks to it I think you yeah. would enjoy
2: Z-Way. It's not excellent, I know. but it I, is good. I really
0: want to watch it, but now I, it makes me feel, like, bad, because, like, literally every comment is just like, oh, Z-Way did this." Z-Way. I'm like, what are you talking about? I, I haven't even seen this yet. Now I can't. So until that show's done, I'll have to bake those episodes <laughs> for later.
2: Um, But speaking of Z-Way, Z-Way does a lot of games, and this is a game show, so Ooh. we reached our first game called Questionable Impressions. I'm going okay. to spin the wheel to give you a person, place, or character, and whatever it lands on, you have to do your best impression and then continue the interview with that impression until the timer buzzes. Or I say okay. stop. Are you ready? I'm ready. Kayla, your questionable impression today is a himbo surfer Cali dude who only consumes protein shakes. I'll probably do this impression with you. <laughs> Are you ready?
0: Before I do it... uh. Does he know about or is he enthused by crypto?
2: He has no idea what crypto is. He thinks okay. crypto is a type of seafood.
0: Gotcha. Okay. All right. So, so all dude. So dude. Uh yeah, dude.
2: So uh yeah. Uh have you seen all the like Pride merch going around, dude? I support the games, uh,
0: yeah. Oh dude, like listen, I've got a dude that I used to catch some major barrels with and he was yeah. gay. He was pretty cool. Uh, he, yeah, I see him on the beach sometimes, so, like, maybe I'll get some of these, like, rainbow, uh, like, board shorts, but, like, do you know, uh, like, if he's a top, can I only buy him a top, and if he's a bottom, can he only get a uh, bottom? Like, you know how that works?
2: I don't know, dude. Uh, I don't know. How do you know if he's a top? Does he only, does he wear shirts? I think if he wears shirts, he's a top.
0: Well, I don't, I mean, that dude always has his shirt off, but, like, I don't know. Uh, Like, I know someone I mean I asked like my girlfriend one time because she's like yeah. hangs out with like gay dudes a lot yeah, yeah. and she was like oh he's like oh Chad, you just can't like ask people if they top or bottom and I'm like oh. dude like people look at us and they know that like I'm topping and you're bottoming so like what's the yeah. difference like I don't <laughs> get it why are they so weird about it yeah yeah <laughs> stupid
2: no totally I think that's just like totally re- you're being respectful dude you're asking
0: yeah, I'm just like I'm trying to respect their like sexual pronouns, and right. I'm just, like, getting a lot of flack for it. It's a,
2: it's a in uh, what's the word? An in an uh,
0: yeah, like is it like inner, inner, intertextual, Inter, inner,
2: inner queer, inner queer, inner it... queering? Yeah,
0: I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it, us, every everyone's always like I'm trying to cancel. Anyway, yeah, so, like, I can't. Yeah, I, like, I, I support
2: uh, the I support the leg booties. Yeah. I yeah, I like
0: you. the the L's especially. Loves me the yeah, L's. The love G's L's. are cool. <laughs> the B's can be. Uh, they're like, yeah, they're chill. I guess. Yeah. Uh, the T's love them. Yeah, love them so ah! much. The Q's don't the
2: Q's? really get
0: it. I don't know what it
2: like. It like. I think uh, it's like all of the letters because you know, like Q's at yeah. the end. So like, you add all the letters together, and then it equals Q.
0: Yeah, and then there's like a plus, plus. So and M-ness? I. I don't know what that stands for, but no, like... no, 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 dude,
2: dude, dude. That's like when that's the addition. Like you add all the letters. Oh. The L. If you add L plus B, plus... oh, like if you were like a yeah. lesbian
0: bisexual, that makes sense.
2: Yeah, okay. I I think it's like the one and a half lesbians thing. Like my girlfriend oh. listens to that. I think my girlfriend's oh, that makes bisexual. Sense. Yeah, okay. but like you add them, it's like PEMDAS, dude.
0: Do you like so? Like my whole life, I was told that like gay people have, like, really good fashion, so, like... Yeah. Wh- oh, does the is... dude
2: that only wears tops or bottoms, does he have cool clothes?
0: I mean, like, I'm, I'm like, sh- I'm straight, so, like, I- I'm gonna assume oh, you that know, his know. style's good. Like, I don't yeah, like, yeah. really know, like, when a dude looks good or... Like, I know yeah, when yeah. he's, like, when he's, like, you know, jacked. Like, I can see that, yeah, but, like, yeah. I don't yeah. know. That's, like, obvious. But, like, I do know that when I go into, like, a Target, and yeah. I do see that, like, Pride collection, I'm just, like, yeah, yeah. that doesn't look like... You know, like, the cool, like, super, That's like, cool,
2: gay cool clothes that the gays wear. So, like, who, yeah, like yeah, who's that for? Oh, uh, I don't know. Maybe, like, maybe, like, uh, gay moms, I think.
0: That like, there's gay like moms.
2: That. Like, there's some gay people who are moms.
0: Yeah. No, dude. I don't. Yeah, I yeah, know. I don't think it's for, like, young, like, the younger gay people. Like, maybe no, it's like, yeah, for, yeah. like. Yeah. Like, like a, you know, like that dude who's, who's that old guy? He had the sex show, like uh, Savage, Savage, Dan savage. savage, like those people. Like, yeah. I feel like those people would wear like a butt, like, you know, like a button down yeah. shirt that says like bear on it or like, yeah, yeah, or like my, like, I'm not gay, but the dog is. Like, you right, know, that
2: exactly. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, dude, oh, wait, wait, did you see that thing called Juneteenth? I didn't know what Juneteenth was, but yeah, my it's... girlfriend, because she's half black, by the way. Oh. Uh Yeah. It's totally hot. Uh, just... <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's, that's sick. I wish my girlfriend sorry. was half black. <laughs>
2: uh, <laughs> nice. Nah, hey, 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 dude. Nice. Dude? Yeah, nice. All right. Nice. That ass. It's juicy. Uh, nice. But yeah, she was telling me about Juneteenth because, like, her dad's black uh he's cool like yeah she was telling me about Juneteenth and like that we should celebrate it but I was like I've never heard of Juneteenth
0: yeah is it like all I know is uh that, hey that's another day that we get off and you know we needed yeah. one between uh, you know Memorial uh, Day and Fourth of July waves. so <laughs> exactly <Sick> exactly <laughs> that's what I'm saying I don't know, yeah. listen I, uh I am like uh I am one of those like Super hated California transplants. that moved to Texas, right. but like, listen, Austin's right. where it's this. Austin awesome is where, where, is where it, it. Listen, if you fell, if you fail in L.A. and you go yeah. to Austin, you've basically yeah. made it. Um, oh, but true, They're yeah. like, yeah, they're big into Juneteenth here. Like they have parades and shit. Like oh, they are Yeah, it's Damn. like a, it's like Mardi Gras, but like even blacker.
2: Whoa. Yeah. Maybe it's I should find like a three quarters black girlfriend. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna end the game there
0: <laughs> is there a word for that milano's half black so is there like a three quarter
2: word for that all the oh I thought you said Milano's is half black I was like I'm full black
0: thank you what no <laughs> <laughs> no I said Milano is like half so like what is like a three quarter Three quarters? three quarter what what do your parents have to be?
2: F- Mariah Carey <laughs> okay <laughs> oh it's called a mongrel stop it
0: are you serious
2: <laughs> no oh we do have a chart and you have a chart discord. we have well, i'm a gonna chart. i'm gonna look at that later i'm screaming <laughs> it is called a, it's called a mongrel thank you adriana <laughs> that is like the worst i think that's it ma- reminds that's me of the like the worst attila one. the hun
0: yeah, no, that's the worst one. Of all of the, like, white people classifying, like, how much uh, Negro you are, that's the worst one. Yeah, that sounds, horrible. sounds like a delicious French pastry. dessert that you would buy, yeah. like a pastry. Like, right. Like, you're like, oh, can I get a mulatto Americano Grande? <laughs> like, that sounds like something you could get. They
2: sell it at Starbucks.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then it's like, oh, can I get an Octaroon on the side?
2: Oh, <laughs> like, <we'll> of <stop> it. <laughs> the- but <laughs> like a mongrel, like then like yeah, Genghis Khan comes out. That's not fun. <laughs> that's not fun. That's not cute. It's not. That's it's not cute. Not, yeah. It's, it's not jazzy. Yo, yeah. Yeah, you have a mongrel, know? and then like Genghis Khan comes out in the horse, and it's like slashing throats. Now, now everybody's dead.
0: Are you guys on the um, knowing Pete
2: Wentz's black train? I do know Pete Wentz is black. I was time- out in maybe eighth grade in my life. Like, yeah. Expanded my mind. Like I think it's that's when I gained consciousness.
0: It's one of those things that like I remember like every two
2: years. <laughs> oh wait, let's pause for a second. Yeah. I didn't reward you any points because we started laughing. Um, okay. I'm gonna give you two thousand points for your impression. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You did excellent. You make a great surfer that transplanted <laughs> to Austin, Texas.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's all that's here. So you know, I I'm just pulling from experience. it's like all I right but yeah, my favorite yeah. way to tell, uh, how so you can tell someone moved from California to Austin is like, uh, the number one thing is well, a, they're an asshole. B is that, yeah. uh, it like we have like Austin's like split up into you know north, south, east, west because it's just very uh-huh. like that because of the highway. Right. So, like, you'll be like, oh, I'm on the east side or like, oh, I'm going up north to like Bifluge or whatever. You're like, oh, I'm going to go south, like South Austin. But they'll say Southern Austin, like Southern California, like SoCal, like Southern California. So if someone says like, yeah, I live in Southern Austin,
2: it's like, oh, you just got here from California. Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. See, the key (laughs) is I don't talk to anybody. If I just move to a place, I don't talk for six months to anybody. I just listen (laughs) so I can slowly integrate. Because yeah. I was Ooh, on this gotta. message board, like looking for an apartment, and somebody was like, This apartment's in So Weebo. I was like, What the fuck is So Weebo? So Weebo. <laughs> apparently, that means Southwest Baltimore. I got the That's... Southwest part. I was like, Where's Bo? That's but apparently, stupid. I was like, Why is it So Weeball?
0: Yeah. Well, it doesn't sound as cool. It's not. I guess it has so. to be like Weho adjacent. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, mean, I was here, like, I had to learn ass. a lot of stuff. It was crazy. Like, I just. And then like half of that I just like refused to learn. Like at the like it took me like a month to not call H-E-B heb. I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to the heb, and they're like, the what? Is that not what it's supposed to be? Nope, oh, we don't it's... have any
2: hebs here, so yeah,
0: no, it's h e b. Um, it's a. Why would uh, you say to... that? It's
2: like more syllables.
0: If I had to describe it, it's like a slightly fancier Kroger.
2: I don't. Well, I don't know. I don't think we really have a Kroger around here.
0: Y'all have Krogers? Uh... We don't got
2: shit. We got Aldi's.
0: <laughs> it's oh i fucking love aldi's dude i fucking love aldi's i wish there was an aldi's near me are you kidding me i love me? aldi's i love oh, like balling on the budget at aldi's. aldi's fan club when i was in college i could only afford to shop at aldi's like and oh, honestly, yeah. so some of the stuff tastes better it does
2: the almond milk is better it's cheaper it's cheaper it's economical like, yeah, all my friends, when I had, when I was the only one with my food stamp card, I would drive all my friends. I was like, we're going to Aldi's, bitch. Like, Ball, balling out. Really. I remember I uh, was seeing some person, and I was like, oh, I'll buy you groceries, because I was like, I have, like, $200 a month on food stamps. Who gives a fuck? She wanted to go to fucking uh, Whole Foods. I was like, no, 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 no. I Yo. was like, we're going to Aldi's. Like, Can I'm I say s- something about the, the Whole Foods? Yeah. I was,
0: my whole life, I've been, like, a staunch, like, why would you go to a Whole Foods? Okay. You don't need to go to Whole Foods. Food is food. It's a have you been changed? It's my salary. So, so my no. My salary now. Oh. My <laughs> my my beautiful, lovely, wonderful girlfriend when I met beautiful. her. Uh, she worked at Whole Foods, like for okay. logistics mm-hmm. and she got the Whole Foods discount, oh. which meant like twenty to thirty percent off, depending on like how generous Jeff Bezos was feeling that week. Okay. So that brings Whole Food prices down to so, normal. you know normal prices right i'm sorry but like i don't know what kind of handshake deal they have but they're they are getting the better produce because i'm like mm. okay i've had driscoll strawberries but then when i had them at whole foods i was like mm. i like you. Whole, someone put their whole pussy in the strawberry like not it was, the pussy
2: part of the strawberry it was
0: <laughs> so it was like, it was like, I was like, wow, I think I'm tasting a strawberry for the first time in my life. Like, I was floored <laughs> and like, she broke me. Like, I can't buy like, the H-E-B chicken I used to get anymore because mm. I'm like, oh, I can taste, I can taste the ho- hormones and the grains. Oh, this wasn't, not this taste the hormones. This wasn't free range, grass fed. We used to walk down there. I was living like my best Caucasian life. I was like walking there in the morning and like buying bacon for breakfast sandwiches. Oh. It was amazing. Oh, oh. <laughs> I was going to, the, a girlfriend that I was works going to the deli counter. Deli, deli, deli counter. Oh, you were getting sliced meat. I was getting sliced meat. I was getting like, I was getting like, yeah, I'll take that cut. They wrap it in the butcher paper, and I was oh. like, yeah. Well I was walking out of the store with a baguette hanging out of a brown paper bag, I with was a brown paper
2: bag, <laughs> I was living my best life. <laughs> I literally will take a brown paper bag to the store just because I feel more fancy, which is it, so it just funny <laughs> brown paper bags are obviously like the cheapest
0: bag. It's like, why are we reinforcing the bottom when the handle is hanging on by, like, a pubic hair? A thread. It is not-, by it a is pubic not even a hair! It is not even a It is, like- Literally, like, what's going on here? <laughs> what is like, going on here? Strengthen the handles! Again, I love a brown paper bag, but, like, now you got me double bagging this shit using the extra bags that's costing you. Reinforce the handle. Put, like, extra something- like I gotta, I gotta walk a mile. But well, you back know what? Take I'm... off
2: the handle in general, and then we really take it back to ancient France.
0: And... <laughs> now, now we're really and you just hold the up. bag
2: underneath. <laughs> now we're Frenching it up. Frenching. I up. think they should take off the handle.
0: <laughs> I think they should reinforce it because I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I like to one and done. So I got four bags, two in each hand. Uh, so oh, I can't, I can't do okay. it. I can't do it. Gotcha.
2: Yeah, I love that. I. I, our Whole Foods is, like, really far out, so sometimes when I'm feeling really fancy, I'll go to Mom's, yeah. and I'll buy, like, all of the little tea herbs and all of that oh, stuff. Yeah. Um, I might get, like, the cheap falafel that's on sale, and then I definitely get the <laughs> complimentary water. Oh, fuck, And, yeah. um... You said Mom's? making a plant. Mom's, yeah. There's is a that store the... you, It's, like, the equivalent to, like, a Trader Joe's Whole Foods. Ah. It's, like, the between, like, if... Order of price and, like, selection of goods goes Aldi, Liddell, yeah. Trader Joe, Moms yeah. is in the middle, and then you get to Whole Foods, like, okay. the Dundada, like, the creme de la creme.
0: So it's like a Sprouts? Yeah,
2: like a Sprouts,
0: but okay, we don't have okay, a Sprouts.
2: Okay. I think they're probably under the same, like, probably. they're all, like, the same. Uh, I can talk
0: about groceries forever. I have very strong opinions, so don't even get me started. <laughs>
2: I love groceries. Um, I have, like, my farm in the backyard, so I'm very excited. My strawberries nice. are looking like they're coming in, and my Ooh. blueberries. So I was like, Ooh. I wonder if there's going to be, like, an actual difference in what I'm tasting, yeah. or is it just going <laughs> to be hype and I'm about to just go to the store. <laughs>
0: yeah, my mom has a garden uh, that she's been <gasps> growing for a couple years, oh. and she loves to send, like, pictures of it. Uh, again, la- one of the last time I went home, I built another bed for her. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, she she grows, like like greens and watermelon and squash Um, and peppers and all kinds of shit yeah (laughs) no it's good i love that for
2: her (laughs) so calming (laughs) but let's take a turn and go to our second game okay for our second game this is our fill in the blank headline game called bad news i've gathered the gross the strange and the absolute worst headlines that i could find and turn it into a game and because you're already a fan of the show and you've probably listened i've remixed this with a special twist this time, you'll be getting only boss headlines, and you must fill in the blank. Okay. Are you ready? <laughs> yeah.
0: Is the B in boss stand for bottom? Black bottom.
2: Ah. Huh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was, like, so shocked when you said that. I was like, excuse me? Does it? Does it? <laughs> um, okay. So your first headline. I have literally have to take a deep breath before I read any of these freaking headlines. Like, they're so okay. long. Hot damn, Joe. Here we vote again. Candy corn colored disenfranchiser and chief Donald Trump dragged from White House by his blank. As a gestatory, Americans bang the gavel on his raggedy ass presidency. What is the blank? I'm going to say dusty ass wig. Oh, you're so close. It's flimsy faux
0: follicles. Ah, I was. That, <laughs> we emotionally said the same thing.
2: Yeah, I. I'll give you that one. I will. Yeah. <laughs> Your next one. Cocktails and coochie Pops. Messy Dallas restaurant owner gets dragged all caps for cussing out cake clapping customers who threw blank in a circle at now infamous Busset brunch. Ass. Is it is it ass? Threw ass in the circle? That that is correct. Bonus how was ass spelled in this particular headline? Two Zs. Oh, you're so good. <laughs>
0: Uh, I remember I do remember when this happened oh okay okay <laughs> I, I I never saw like this article, but I do remember uh I remember the conversation around inter intercommunity policing <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, it was around also i think no, this was before remember like the it was like peak pandemic like I don't even think we had a vaccine yet in this oh, like the days. club in Atlanta. <laughs> There's like this club in Atlanta, and they had an indoor pool party, and I was like, "What club has a pool? pool party?" It was, it was that the most gross. insane. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll find the link and send it to you. Thank you. That day, that day on Twitter was the last time I was truly happy. It oh, was yeah. so funny. It was. I haven't so been happy funny. in a long time. <laughs> no, absolutely. And why would you? If you were,
2: that'd be weird. <laughs> It'd be strange. <laughs> um. So for your last headline, okay. For lusty colored girls who would let Tyler Perry clap their cakes with his blank blank two words. I don't want to say. <laughs> I think this is this. Whenever this happened, was the last time I was truly happy. I lost all faith after.
0: Okay, I know they're talking about that picture when he had his his calves out.
2: Yeah, his hoochie daddy shorts. Yeah, his that was his probably the beginning. Daddy of the end. That was the beginning of the end.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna say. Is it Medea Dick?
2: You're so close. I'm gonna give that to you. It is, <laughs> a, it is Halur Hammer. Oh my god! <laughs> I'll give that's you a bonus so... point if you could tell me how many R's are in the Halur. Two. No. Three. It's no. It's <laughs> four. 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 That's Rs. too many. No,
0: that's, that's too right, many. No. Right? It, it's like it's. It's too many, but it's also the right number. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's excessive but accurate.
2: Mhm. All right. <laughs> that is the end of our game. Thank you so much for playing that with me even though it was totally chaotic, but I love the switch up. I'm going to give yeah. you 250 200 2050 points for that one. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So now that brings your score up to 4050. That's so many points, okay? I don't remember any of the points. I'm not sure where you're at on the leaderboard, but who really cares? <laughs> um, speaking of bad news, uh, your show, Mark and Brad, formerly known as, uh, was canceled. But I do think that the season finale was really great to like have them both <laughs> in the show and wrap that up. And it's so funny whenever I read a lot of comments about your show, and when I was doing like my investigative journalism, uh, <laughs> there's always like people complaining that they don't understand the format. I'm just gonna assume that they are like what the format was intended for, like you know, yeah. white guys who are like, I don't get it. Yeah. Um But like, did you you said earlier you came out with the format? I think that's really pointed and genius. Like, how did you? What was the brainstorm? Did you just have a dream, or like you were just sitting and thinking? Or
0: oh, thank you.
2: Um. So when
0: I got hired at Rooster Teeth, uh, for the sales team originally. My job was working with our network brands and our content, mm-hmm. cha- our content creators and like YouTube mm-hmm. channels because we were, at that time, owned by a multi... What, what was it called? It was just... Oh, God. Remember, like, in YouTube when YouTube was, like, poppin' poppin' and right. it was, like, a bunch of, like, companies were just buying a bunch... Like, getting a bunch of channels, channels. underneath yeah. them. It was, like, a multi-channel network or something like that. Okay. We we were owned by one of those. So my job was just, like, every single day, it was, like, pitching all of these podcasts for, like, deals with, like, Coca-Cola and Dell mm-hmm. and Alienware and... College- oh, so you're not it's new like- to
2: this. You're really true to this.
0: Yeah, like, all these huge companies. Uh, and it was always just, like, okay, so here's the pitch. We've got this podcast, and it's these two white guys, and they talk about pop culture. We have this oh. other podcast, and it's these other two white guys. And they talk about current events, but then we have this Mm. other podcast, and it's these two white guys uh, and one white woman who never speaks, and they talk about video games. Uh, So, like after like a year or two of doing that, I was just like, (laughs) these are all just like podcasts with two white guys talking about nothing, and they're and I'm like, and I'm like putting like thousands of dollars Dollars. into Excel sheets and being like, wow, this is crazy. I've seen the content; it's fine. Uh, So, but it's just
2: repetitive. What do you yeah do? so
0: that was it it was just like seeing how like the landscape of podcasting mm. is literally just like white men making thousands of dollars to and talk about timing. nothing yeah uh so i was like what if i made a podcast that was about one of those podcasts but the two guys never show up so the producer and the audio person and the intern who like do the work behind the scenes mm-hmm. have to do the show because they're like, oh, we don't want you guys to miss an episode, so here's a placeholder till they get back. But right. then obviously, every episode something happens so that they can't come back, so we have to keep doing the show. That yeah. that was it. It was a very we and, and we explained it basically like every time because like right. the first episode's called like No No Answers with Mark and Brad, episode mm-hmm. two sixty seven. Oops, all lesbians right. or something like that. Like <laughs> the. And, and, and then we also have, like, lore, like, oh, the servers went down and, like, all of the past episodes were, like, right. lost,
2: lost. But we had... like that's but, what like, I thought like- originally. <laughs>
0: yeah, like, that's the bit. Like, is, like, we lost all the other episodes. So, uh, it's okay, though, because, you know, we have our intern, we had all of the episodes also recorded on, like, final mm-hmm. or something, so she's, like, <laughs> digi- digitizing each episode <laughs> one at a time from the back catalog. Like, that's the bit. And then we're, and, like, had the show continued, we would have done, like, episodes that were like the remaster of the right. of the ones that we had done, but like it didn't, you know. Yeah. But, uh yeah, I had a great time doing it. Uh I always let people come in and play like whatever character they wanted to play. I thought that or was they fantastic. Could just be themselves. Uh yeah, it was great. Like my favorite one was my friend Charlotte. She mm-hmm. played like a TikToker.
2: Like yeah I love that episode <laughs> yeah and she was like She's... yeah I've TikTok." like I forgot what the name was but she was like yeah and Madison like, you know, it was like Madison Madison or something so, yes Madison Madison <laughs> I thought that was so funny because when you asked me to be on the show I was like I had heard of your show because you had emailed you sent us a DM first and yeah. I was like okay who's this person I did some research and I was like where are the rest of the episode <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like what's going on and then when you asked me in the show I was like you know just trying to like like get to know the show, and then I, yeah, the Madison Madison episode was so funny. Like, yeah,
0: no, well, Charlotte is also literally the funniest person I've met in my entire life. Uh, I, I don't know, she, she is the funniest person that maybe exists, and uh-huh. it, it, it's crazy that she, that bit was so that great.
2: character was hilarious. Like, yeah,
0: it. She's so funny. She's so funny. She has a podcast about uh shipwrecks right now called Ship Hits the Fan. That's really funny. <laughs> I know what you're thinking. How could you make that funny? She does. Uh, yeah,
2: you can make anything <laughs> funny if you try. It.
0: <laughs> yeah, but yeah. So like, she was in like our our L A group called Funhouse. Mm-hmm. So like, and also I think the only reason I got to do this podcast is because we were like work from home in the pandemic. Yeah. Because had I been like in office, I wouldn't have been able to do it, and we right. wouldn't have we wouldn't have had like the setup for all the guests that I had because like I was right. able to have you because we could have you remote. And yeah just having everyone call in just made it so much easier so i could pull people right. from like
2: our la team or like outside the company and it was great it was yeah, good that sounds wonderful yeah yeah i loved i loved the show format i thought i love an interesting show format like i know our like main show <laughs> is just kind of like yeah it's two gay people one might be a lesbian one is definitely lesbian and then they <laughs> i just love talk. it uh but i do love like new show, show formats um and i like people who create those things because i think those things are so necessary and like interesting and it makes life fun like i do love my you know i have my pop culture podcast that i listen to like regularly but i do like finding a new like format something that's pointed something that's like very well thought out um i think those are so and then like a way to integrate guests which is not just like hi i'm sitting down and talking to you today from npr news yeah give me something fresh and new Yeah, so do a bit right give me a bit (laughs) Uh or like, you know, reimagine yourself. Like on halftime show, I imagine myself as basically like a circus ringleader. Like and yeah. I'm just kinda like corralling everybody and I'm like, hey, like, let's make this <laughs> wacky kind of interview format.
0: you you weren't you like the ghost of Juneteenth or something? I was
2: the ghost of Juneteenth past. Yeah. And I messed up yeah. my character because I just started talking to you and had fun.
0: Um, no, it's fine. <laughs> well that that's the other thing. You can also you could just also do that. Like the we usually just like the first 10 minutes like sets up the bit and then I'm like always like if you want to drop it you can drop it because like the bulk of the podcast is like just getting to the like usually just the uninformed Mm -hmm. when we talk about some insane topic so like and the rest of it is just like a fun setup so that yeah to get people in and to have like the Mark and Brad Voicemail
2: right. and shit like it was very, i don't know i thought it was a good format our audience i thought it was really good i would love maybe... to see it like recreated or remastered you always have a spot here on the 1.5 <laughs> lesbian channel uh
0: maybe i'll pay it we, back who knows
2: can we uh advance your career probably not can we pay you definitely not but <laughs> definitely you know not. what you always have a home here at 1.5 lesbian studios
0: <laughs> that's okay i got i got a couple things cooking i got yeah let this me know other... yeah i got other, What's your I got other stuff cooking well, I'm trying to get this one show going, but it it's hard because uh we're it would have been easier remote, but now we're back in office, so it mm-hmm. kind of makes it difficult. But it was basically the uninformed segment from No dumb yes. no answers, but like as an entire show. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it'd be like, I like if I had you on, I'd be mm-hmm. like, what do you know about uh? I would be like, do you know anything about Nixon extending the Vietnam War so he could get reelected? Oh. And how, and how Henry, Henry Kissinger was a part of that. And you would, and then
2: I would just go on my rant.
0: <laughs> and you would say yeah. Yeah. So it'd be like that would be a talk- like just like random stuff like that. uh, Just like just super Deep like cuts. something very specific that I just talk about for an hour with a guest. And then Sounds that would beautiful. be it. Uh, I would and- love to hear that. <laughs> and then the other one is uh, I don't know if she was on the episode that you did but my other co-host Zoe. Oh has, yes she was. She has an insane Landlord. Who it has been a year of the like the craziest shit ever. But I wanna take this woman and make it like a true crime podcast, like like S Town, because mm-hmm. when I tell you that she is a slumlord, she's been arrested multiple times, but because she's been like because she's like violated things with her tenants, mm-hmm. she lived illegally in in a legal uh in an illegal unit in one of her places that she Mm -hmm. in one of her properties that she owns she's changed her name five times to escape uh legal accountability and also like bad reviews (laughs) like i like we found like a review page under one of her old names for a prop for a slum that she was running in 2008 and reading the reviews is the most... She's unhinged. So I want to do... Like, like a true crime
2: like, for landlords.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I want to do like a true crime series on her, but I have to wait till Zoe's uh, lease is up, which I think is at the end of the month. And then okay. we'll, we'll try to get that in get production. <laughs> yeah, that that will probably be like a thing where I would have to talk to our legal team. But like, you know, true. I think it'll, I think it'll true be worth it. A true crime
2: landlord's edition? I have some stories for you. So
0: please, listen, season two. The... And insane! <laughs> this woman is insane. Like, oh god! I, I think can't you mean, have can't to be, even be a it. landlord. You have to have well, you have to have no uh soul to be a landlord. So, except Fair. actually, I have very nice landlords.
2: I will say some that. landlords have souls. I, I'll give them that. Is it I, a good soul? Maybe not. But
0: I I think of my landlords less as landlords. And more as two gay guys who have a second house that they don't really care about, but they're too lazy to sell it, so they keep letting gay people live in it, and they don't charge the area rent for rate.
2: That sounds like a really good sitcom on ABC.
0: Yeah, like they're very nice. They're I never see them, I never hear from them. They're always that's in the Greece.
2: perfect landlord.
0: Yeah, if something is broken, they'll send over like this gay handyman that they know, and he'll fix it immediately. It's amazing.
2: Keep Austin gay. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of gay people and gay things, this is a gay podcast with a gay game show, and we'll restart our next game. It's called All Dumb Answers, and I made this specially for you. Oh, thank you. Uh, In this game, I'm switching it up, and I'm only giving you the answers. I'll say it a person, place, thing, or phrase, and you have to give me a question or a short story that goes with it. Truly, it will be all dumb answers. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Your first one. A few sandwiches short of a picnic. Make me a story or a question that goes with that.
0: Um, As we all know, the phrase a few sandwiches short of a picnic is uh, it's it's actually translated from the uh, original French, which I don't want to butcher it, so I won't get into it. But yeah, but uh, when when sandwiches were invented, uh, it was quite the delicacy because people hadn't thought to combine all of the foods from their meal into a single portable thing. Yeah. And people were so excited that you didn't have to sit at a dinner table to enjoy all the components of a meal that they then Mm -hmm. invented this thing called picnics. However... Uh, Because of the times, you know, uh, we didn't have like a global supply chain like we have now. So getting the ingredients, like you have to make it worth it. So there were a certain number of sandwiches that had to be made in order to have a picnic. So that's why the saying is, uh, it's actually, now I know what you're thinking, is this a a phrase that means like someone isn't all there mentally? It's not. It's actually calling someone a broke bitch because they couldn't afford to pay for all of the components to make enough sandwiches to in fact have a picnic therefore being a few sandwiches short of a picnic.
2: Kayla that is so funny you are so funny and like off the top of your head like funny i love that um quick question what is the legal requirement of sandwiches that you need to have a picnic
0: um it's anywhere between 18 and uh 37 but no but no more than 48 okay no more because at no that more point, than 48 yeah because at that point it does in fact become a multiple of 12 and then you get into really dodgy
2: areas legally okay got it got it, yeah. got it um do they have to be on baguettes and like chopped up or is these individual sandwich bread kind of sandwiches i'm just trying to get all the details here
0: well as we all know again it is the french uh they do prefer they prefer their be- bread to be in a baguette form as we all know baguette uh okay one oh, and
2: then that's how it translated into lesbians exactly. getting the picnic. Exactly. Got it, because baguette rhymes with redacted, right? redacted. Right. and then and then you get the flag, and then okay, yes. got it, got it, got it, got it. Yes. Yes. Thank you. That was excellent. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kayla, your next one is Jay Leno. Okay um so
0: basically uh we we're all very familiar with the show family guy obviously it was yes. created by um that one white guy who said that he uh missed his plane that was supposed to crash into the twin towers during 9-11 no one knows if that's true or not mm-hmm. but that's neither here nor right. there uh his character the way he draws his characters they're very known for having huge massive chins and uh people were like whoa that's like anatomically incorrect like no one has a chin that big so Um, what they, what Fox did, because, you know, the show is under the Fox network. What Fox did was they genetically engineered a human being who looked like (laughs) one of these characters having this, uh, very substantial massive chin in order to validate the character design for all of the, uh, people who live in the city of quahog on the show right. family guy and that mm-hmm. first being was jay leno and you know even though he was grown in a test tube in the lab he's now he he became one of the most famous uh tv late night commentators mm-hmm. and he paved the way for big chinned individuals just like himself
2: oh you're sick <laughs> did you watch jay leno show no <laughs> no oh i like that show a lot. yeah I like went back and like rewatched all that stuff. He does have a big chin; it is true. He has a huge chin, yeah. He loves he denim. He has a huge chin. Loves he denim. loves denim. And cars. He's honestly very funny. Like, yeah. Earlier versions of the show are very funny, but I will agree. Gen- Jay Leno, I believe, was created in a lab <laughs> um, in the Caucasian Mountains by Dr. Yacoub.
0: I think he's one of the. I think he's from the uh, class of people that uh, became like Carson favorites. Like you used to have to be like. I think. Oh. I think he had to be like on the Johnny Carson show. And, like, oh, yeah, yeah. Added, like, as a stand up. And then, if he liked you enough, he would invite you to the couch. And, like, that's like basically how the only way you could have a comedy career was like getting to the couch and getting called back on the show. And I think that's how Sounds he like got. Pornhub. Yeah, and I think that's. I think he took over Johnny Carson's show, right?
2: Probably, yeah.
0: So, yeah, I think he was his favorite. I also could be wrong. Clearly, I'm very <laughs> good at bullshitting. Uh... <laughs>
2: <laughs> You're funny. <laughs> All right. So, Kayla, your next one. It's pottery. I'm giving you a person, place, thing, or phrase, and then you just make me a story, or you can make me a question or whatever you want that relates to, and this is the answer. Okay. The answer is pottery. Okay, So cool. give me your spiel or question. Okay. Um. So
0: dating back to the ancient Mesopotamian times, uh, this was like the time, like uh, it was very much after fire had been discovered, but like most mm-hmm, metals hadn't been yet. Um right. we were a hunter gatherer society. Like it was like really just the basics. Like the women, they had good eyesight, had to see snakes out in the field. They had to hold a baby on their back while they picked mm-hmm. grains or what the fuck ever. And the men, <laughs> they had spears and they were hunting woolly mammoths and saber-toothed tigers and it was all Ooh. very hard it was like you know they didn't have netflix they didn't have tv they didn't even have books there was no written language the phoenicians hadn't come up with it yet so what mm-hmm. did they do they did oral history that's right they all sat around a fire and they would talk to one another and they would uh share you know stories and histories and lineages and creating inventing the spoken language but sometimes uh, you know, the human brain can only go so far, but luckily, right. thankfully, there was one of these hunter-gatherer women who stumbled upon a uh, plant had never been seen before, and yes. uh, they were like, oh, this is useless, we'll put it over here with the kindling, it'll be fine. And then, uh-oh, they burned it. What happened? It's marijuana. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> and that night, the stories... Were crazy. And they were like, what What wow. happened? Why are the stories so good? Why were we laughing? I've never... We just invented laughter. I didn't know mirth existed before. Let's get some more of that. But they realized this is... It's very like, you know, it's not the most efficient way to do this because, you know, if you're burning right. it with wood, there's like so much inhalation of other types of smokes that you don't want to right, pop right, things back through your lungs. It. Yeah. So there was an industrious Mesopotamian individual whose name has been lost to the sands of time who... Mm-hmm. Was uh he was bit, yeah bit of an outcast uh they said he was lazy but you know he was just smarter than the rest of them, and he mm-hmm. made a device different wavelength yeah different wavelength he made he he made a device uh out of the sticks and the stones and the dirts and the clays around him and he called it he called it a pot, and mm-hmm. they took that herb and they put it in there and they burned it and then they inhaled it and they were like wow this is good. And as we know, again, because they had no written language over time, words change and they shift right. and pot. And then they named it Pottery. became Pottery. Because, oh, yes. You used to that, smoke pot out of yes, it. Yes, exactly. Ah, oh, brilliant. And, that, and that's where it came from. Yep. Yeah.
2: Kayla, you're such an expert bullshitter. I'm scared of you a little bit. <laughs> I feel like I've met my match in bullshitting. <laughs> Why? Is it the straight face that sells it? I think it's the straight face, and you're so convincing. You're like, yeah, so, like, this ancient Mesopotamian record. And I'm like, I was really into it. I was like, wait, is this true? (laughs) Especially this few sandwiches short. I was like, oh, of course, like, you're going to go straight to the dumb. But then you're like, no, you're actually a broke bitch. (laughs) Like, I love the last minute change to something different. I think that's hilarious. (laughs) So your last one, Um, I'm going to give you this answer and you're going to give me a story, a question or something else that basically leads back to this answer. And this one is the Czech Republic. Mm. Okay. This will be a very short one.
0: Uh, What is the one thing that makes Putin so mad that he just can't get an erection because they lost it and it was annexed? The answer is the Czech Republic. And they'll never uh, get it back. It will never be a part of the USSR again.
2: <laughs> that is the end of our game. Thanks so much for playing with with me. Yeah, um, that, that was, was fun. really funny. I'm Honestly, so- I'll give you like another four thousand points. You're at eight thousand fifty now. Nice. That was really funny. I really loved the few sandwiches short of a picnic. That made yeah. me laugh. And the Jay Leno good. one. I'm sorry. Sorry, Jay Leno. I'll never be on the show. You have like a lot of it. I mean, I guess because you're able to come up with those things on the top of your head, like, yes, expert bullshitter, like, you know, (laughs) I will hand over my award to you from 1996. But uh, you also were talking about, like, your, you know a lot about, like, old Tumblr lore, like, you have, like, in pre-show we were talking about the lesbian Taylor Swift theory, and I was like, you know what, no, 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 this is too good, you have to save it for the show. Where did you find that? What what is that? I have never heard of this lesbian. You don't know Taylor about Gayler, okay? I don't know about Gaylor. I'm assuming that you
0: have a mostly African American audience. Um, so I know a lot of us. No clue. Or <laughs> I'm assuming. Uh, hey, white person getting through that intro, bravo to them. They're braver than any bravo U.S. Marine. Um, uh- <laughs> I just feel like okay. So here's my thing. I'm gonna preface this with this statement. If mm-hmm. if I if so if I went back in time and found like little me. In college in like 2013, and I looked mm-hmm. myself dead in my little my dead little eyes, and I said, You in the future are going to hate Kanye West, and you're going to love Taylor Swift so much that at one point one of her songs will bring you to tears. I would be like, You're a fake, you're an imposter, and I don't want this future that you're talking about because it would be so <laughs> unbelievable to me yet here i am um so <laughs> so i like i said i used to not be into taylor swift um i'd be like yeah she's got some bops but like she feels very like racially ambiguous and that is she racist or not um right. but you know Racial, after
2: racially ambiguous yes yeah yeah, yeah. Ra- yeah,
0: racially, ambi- yeah racially ambiguous yeah racistly ambiguous um and yeah. she'd be like am i she's like am i a white supremacist i'll never tell um But, you know, uh, after Trump got elected and shit, she became far more vocal about, you know, being a Democrat and not liking racism and homophobia and sexism and all that stuff white women talk about. But um, so then I was like, okay, whatever. Like, I guess I'll listen to like some some of her poppy bops that play on the radio now without feeling disgusted. Mm -hmm. It'll be fine. Right. Then I moved in with my roommate, who is a Swifty in the highest regard. Uh, how much wow. of a swifty is she? She went to a wedding uh, last summer, mm-hmm. and she spent an extra six hundred dollars to stay an extra day, so she could rent a car and and visit the beach that Taylor Swift's house overlooks. That is, oh my the, god, yeah, to just like go to that beach and you can like see the house. And she was and she took pictures. It was crazy. Oh my um, god. Also, one time Taylor Swift commented on one of her Halloween costumes, and that is her greatest claim to fame but um so my yeah so my roommate loves taylor swift would like play songs and like sometimes i'd be like oh that this one's kind of a bop like she's like i will give her to her credit she's like one of the first like mainstream white artists that used a triplet trap bass beat in a Mm -hmm. like in a pop song like that wasn't like a hip-hop song she's one of the first like mainstream pop artists to do it and now it's like in every single song
2: like she made it like okay um she's also a very good songwriter she's like george washington carver in that regard exactly (laughs) exactly she she didn't invent the peanut but you know she used family the rest of the uses for it yeah
0: so um i'm like listening to the songs or whatever and then my roommate's like oh do you know about carly kloss and i'm like what the fuck is that carly kloss she's like this victoria's (laughs) secret angel is that what they're called yeah and they used to be like best friends and now they don't talk to each other and she's like married to jared kushner's brother it's disgusting um but like if you look deeper into it like there's some fruity there's like some fruity behavior going on like okay. it's it's mad sus um i have a 78 page pdf that i can send you that has like all yeah. of the like evidence documented out uh timeline. i honestly would love to see it yeah like for instance uh, oh love story we all know that song you know yeah. romeo juliet <sighs> say yes all of that so right. that, that song allegedly is about her original violinist, Emily, who used to like play in her band who, uh, once Taylor Swift popped off, wasn't invited on the tour. And people are like, Oh, that's weird. Cause like, they've been like, you know, performing together, like since the beginning of her career What's going on with that. Uh, people, you know, think that maybe perhaps, uh, Her and Emily were in a homosexual relationship with one another, and they didn't want that getting out at the beginning of Taylor Swift's career because she was the epitome Mm. of heterosexual Aryan white womanhood, and they couldn't have her being a raging dyke. Uh, There are pictures from like uh, old MySpaces of like them like cuddling together and like kind of being like close together, and then there's like Mm. a there's like a one of them standing in front of a thing, and it says oh it's like a a word, but they like. One of the friends has, like, covered half of it. So it just says gay. And then they're pointing at mm. Taylor. Very sus. Uh, mm. And uh, if you listen to the uh, subtext of a lot of her songs, most of them are about either... Uh, well, the ones about men are clearly about Jake Dylan Hall. We all know that. But the other ones... <laughs> the other ones... If, if you think any of her other public rela- relations... Taylor Lautner... Uh, uh, oh, that was
2: so fake.
0: Loki. The Loki actor dude. Harry Styles. Those are all fake. Any... Every- Harry
2: Styles is definitely, you know.
0: I'm just like, when she was dating Harry Styles, he was on tour for half of their relationship. Anyway, we don't have- It's giving
2: beard for both of them. It's
0: giving beard for both of them. Taylor Lautner's also gay. It's giving beard and skirt yeah, for everyone. I think all of those relationships are like- front so that no one questions it because now she's got the it's like it's like if someone was like a gay man and they're like no he's a lady killer. He's with a woman every different woman every week and it's like no that's just a homosexual. It's
2: too many. Yeah. It's too many fluctuations.
0: Yeah. So for me the turning point was I saw this like Vogue interview that they did.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: uh, where they're like staring into each other's eyes and like answering questions. It's again very sus. And it was followed by a Vogue photo shoot that very much looks like it almost like if two straight people had done this this would have been like this is the new brangelina we're introducing them right. to the public like they went to big sur and like the again there's so much evidence i can if you want to have me back we can do a whole episode about it because there's I so much there for it. but uh the main people it's uh carly closs the victoria seekers angel okay. uh diana agron who played quinn on glee and yeah. uh she a type. okay yeah and there's some other people that are like more sus like it's kind of more iffy but those are like the big ones those are the big two okay. yeah and uh it's kind
2: of like your sun and your moon exactly you
0: exactly uh but when you again once you look into it and like the lyrical analysis and the deleted tweets and the old instagram posts it really paints a picture that this is at minimum a bisexual woman who prefers women me yeah so you know allegedly allegedly <laughs> so again like i said hey if you want to have me back we can get into it because let's get into it page Go- a whole patreon episode about yeah because oh lord
2: <laughs> it is it is a lot of information <laughs> that was so much information about a whole lot of nothing do you yeah. know what else is a whole lot of nothing what this game show <laughs> it's time for our fourth game okay trivial trivia it's okay. a trivia game where i see all that you know about a whole lot of nothing Um, I'll let you pick the category because I'm super nice, and then I'm gonna sometimes give you ABCD answers, and then sometimes you just have to tell me what it is. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. So, your categories are Memes, Tumblr History, and Other Internet Lore, Keep Austin Weird, The Weirdest Stuff Happening in Austin, The Sapphic History of Why Lesbians Keep Cats. Okay.
0: Um, I'm gonna go go Tumblr History and Other Internet Lore because I am a cat-hating lesbian, and I also... Hate awesome, Austin. So let's get into it. <laughs> I have two cats, but that's neither here nor there.
2: Oh yeah, every cat haver does not like <laughs> cats entirely. Yeah, I just mess with him for fun. They're cool in theory. Right. In theory, all right. So your first one: True or false? Little Wayne has hooves. True. Bonus question: Where is he sitting in this particular meme? Jacuzzi. So good. <laughs> Number two. What was the event on Tumblr, now semi-known as Bongazi? Was it A. Obama selling bones from the poor man's graveyard through Tumblr? B. White witch selling bones from the poor man's graveyard through Tumblr? C. White passing witch selling bones from the poor man's graveyard through Tumblr? Or D. White witch selling Benghazi's bones through <laughs> Tumblr? <laughs>
0: Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. B. White witch selling bones from the poor man's graveyard through Tumblr that she claims washes up whenever it rains.
2: Ah, uh, so good. Technically, she's white passing. Oh, she was white but passing. I lo- Allegedly, I Allegedly. will give you that still because okay. I looked through all of the photographs and I was like, hmm. I need to see a parent. Okay. I need to see a grandparent. Even. <laughs> I was like, hmm. Cajun at best, because I think she was in New Orleans, and she was like, yeah. i Creole. I was like, mm, I don't know about that. Don't know about that one, Chief. <laughs> <laughs> um, bonus, what happened to the person involved?
0: Uh, Didn't they get, like, arrested for something unrelated?
2: Correct. And they could not pay the $8,500 bail. <laughs> uh, so there was, like, some uproar. I don't know. A lot of beef
0: uh this is yeah that's that is second only to everyone finding out that popular tumblr person Sixpence had slaves in like 2012.
2: i thought that was a thing and then i was like no way because i have to be making that up no okay i'm glad that you were able to confirm that for me that was literally in the corner of my brain all day um three what was the reason that tumblr removed the ability to edit blog posts and why other websites are wary to touch that feature is it a the Hank and John Green scenario. B. Because Yahoo bought Tumblr and they hated us from the jump. C. Racism. Or D. Discord popped up.
0: Uh, I believe it was the Hank and John Green scenario. And I believe it was something involving piss. I... Yeah.
2: <laughs> that was such a weird time. Also, why was Hank and John Green on Tumblr talking to, like,
0: children? Bro, that... They were the... They were the OG white man talks to youths and they really like them for some reason. Like So odd. Of it all so odd. So weird. What a weird time Tumblr was. (laughs) I miss it.
2: (sighs) I'll give you an extra half of a point if you can remind the audience what John Green's Tumblr at was.
0: Oh god. I don't remember. It was something stupid.
2: Fishing boat proceeds. <laughs> yep.
0: Okay. Yep. I was right. It was something stupid. Something that sounds like a procedurally generated password.
2: <laughs> it really does. All right. Number four. Give me a correct description of DashCon.
0: Um, it was a shit show. Uh is the TLDR. The long version is a bunch of Tumblr people got together and they were like, We're gonna throw a con. It's gonna be called DashCon. It's gonna be lit. We're gonna have Welcome to Nightville, we're gonna have steampunk people, we're gonna have all your faves, and then when they got there Soft Ghetto. <laughs> when they got there uh they could uh they realized that the uh, organizers hadn't paid for everything at the venue they were crowdfunding everything in real time via like cash app and venmo uh in real time in real time uh the and a bunch like the welcome to Night- nightville people were like yeah we're not gonna do a show here we haven't been paid uh they were offering <laughs> people extra time in the ball pit as compensation someone pissed <laughs> in the ball pit and fun fact, uh, at our convention that we have in Austin, RTX that we've been uh-huh. doing online the past few years, I have an episode of No Dumb Answers live from the DashCon ball pit. So, oh
2: yeah, beautiful. <laughs> you are truly a storyteller. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My final question for you is: Where are memes made, and where do they go to die? You can give me your own open answer.
0: Uh, they're made on Tumblr, and they go to die on Facebook and or like like one of those websites like. Funny junk
2: dot com. .com. Slash. Yeah,
0: one of those things. One of those things where they get like crispy, but not in a funny way.
2: Right. It's not ironically crispy. Yeah. It's just I deep fried this in KFC. Yeah.
0: It's yeah. It's like it's like a good meme, and then it makes it to Twitter, and then it makes it to Facebook, and then someone's like racist boomer grandma put something like racist over it, and then it's like, not funny <laughs> anymore. And uh, now it's just like thanks camel harris what the fuck ever i don't know what racists say
2: Harris, yeah. <laughs> and then somehow it goes from facebook and then becomes ironic and goes all the way back yeah back I to certainly. tumblr and yeah <laughs> i love the life cycle of memes it kind of reminds me of the environment in a way it's like you mm. know from clouds to water and rain and yeah. back to clouds
0: but then it comes back as, back as acid rain and that's bad
2: oh yeah we do have acid <laughs> rain <laughs> um Kayla, yeah. that is the end of our game. That was fantastic. You're killing it. <laughs> I'm going to give you another 4,000 points. Hey. Uh, that's 12,050 points. Math. Excellent job. You're killing it. We're going to take a break, Uh, listen to some stuff that you got for me, and then come back with the Spin the Wheel. Tight.
0: Hey, if you enjoyed me on this episode of the podcast and you want to hear more from me You can listen to No Dumb Answers with Mark and Brad. Uh, it's my old podcast There's two seasons of it and it can be found wherever you find your favorite podcast If you want to see video the second season You can go to roosterteeth.com and look up No Dumb Answers with Mark and Brad and you might like what you see And you'll also get to see all of our funny little thumbnails if you want to see me do something that's not a podcast or is a different podcast. You could also go to YouTube and just go to the channel Rooster Teeth. It's very unique. I'm sure it'll pop up. And if you're a fan of TikTok, Twitter, or Instagram, you can follow my comedy group, my comedy group's account. Oh, I think we're at Squad Team Force uh, anywhere on the net because who else would have that name other than us? Oh, I guess if you want to follow my personals, uh, I'm the underscore indoor kid basically everywhere.
2: Thanks. Thanks so much for uh, taking that break with me, Kayla. Yeah. It's time to end the show, uh, unfortunately. But let's spin the wheel one more time before we sign off. Okay. We're going to do a and <laughs> a So okay. my question for you today is, what is your favorite joke? I feel like we've told a lot of jokes. What's, what's your favorite?
0: What's my favorite joke? Uh, could be a knock
2: knock joke could be a long joke could be stand-up comedy
0: it's a it's a little long of a joke can i tell it
2: let's do it all right
0: uh okay so a rabbit and a bear are walking through the forest having a good time vibing uh they come upon a tree and next to the tree they find a lamp it's a genie's lamp um they don't know what it is because they are animals obviously but the bear picks it Mm. up and a genie comes out and he's like oh my god thank you for releasing me from my prison (laughs) You two are my new masters, and for granting me my freedom, I will grant you two three wishes. So, uh, the bear he goes first. He's like, okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. I, I, I got the genie. I'm gonna go first, and he's like, mm-hmm. I would like to be the most handsome bear in the entire world. Like, I want to be the most good looking bear. Like, no other bear compares to me. And the genie's like, okay, your wish is granted. And the rabbit says, uh. I want a helmet. And the genie's like, that's weird, okay. Mm -hmm. And gives the rabbit a helmet. And then the bear goes, dumb wish. Um, You know what? (laughs) Fuck it. I don't want competition. I want to be the only male bear left on the entire planet so that every female bear will have to be with me. And I'm going to be the (laughs) most handsome so they'll want to be with me. And the genie's like, all right, done. Your wish is my command. And the rabbit, he takes a second and he looks, looks at the genie and he goes, you know what? I want a moped. And the genie's like, okay, that makes sense. You got the helmet. Now you want the moped. That makes sense. That tracks. Right, right. And the bear's like, again, stupid, Don't idiot. Wish. I'm getting pussy. What are yeah. you doing? <laughs> uh, and then he goes, you know what? I just really, I need to make this a done deal. I want every female bear on the planet to be attracted to me on site, like, irresistible. They see me, fucking done. That's it. And right. the genie's like, it's over. Might as well. Your wish is my command. Uh, and then the genie turns to the rabbit and he says, alright, you have your one wish left, you have your moped, you have your helmet, like, what do you want next? You want a bell? And uh, the rabbit puts on this little helmet and he gets on the moped and he revs it up a little bit and he goes, I wish the bear was gay. And he rides off. <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite joke. That
2: was really funny. That's my favorite joke. Honestly, I love the ad libs in it too. It's, like <laughs> dumb wish, idiot. It's so stupid. It is. It is. But that's what like makes the best jokes. Like that last minute turn. <laughs> Um, I'll give you an extra 1,001 points for that. That brings up your total to 13,051. Um, not sure where you are on the leaderboard, but that sounds good to me. <laughs> Someone will know. Someone will know. I'll know when I open Canva and you know, <laughs> making a little typey type. <laughs> nice. We have officially reached the end of our show. Aww. Thank you again so much for hanging out with me today, Kayla. <laughs> Uh, For those of you guys listening, um, you can find Kayla over at Rooster Teeth or at The Underscore Indoor Kid on all the socials, Um, and we'll put all of that in the description below. Thanks. Bye. Bye. That's the end of this episode of The Halftime Show With. The Halftime Show With is a subsidiary of the One and a Half Lesbians podcast. This off is designed, written, and produced by me, Be The Half. Our theme song is a remix maniac spin on the original Price is Right theme song with edits by me. Episodes are edited by Adriana. Our interchangeable logo was illustrated by Vanika Bibra. Special thanks to our production partner Amina Iroh, our guest of the month, and of course, listeners like you. Thank you.